0: Amen. Pastor will be on his way home tomorrow. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yep, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hopefully you will have safe travels. Don't forget to pray for him in the morning. His plan is to leave about 9 o'clock, I believe. I get to meet him at Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. They don't have that in Colorado. It really is. All they have is this thing called Rudy's. And they call it barbecue, but it's really not. It's burnt is what it is. I don't know if it's the cows out there or what, but it it must be the grass, that old arid desert type grass that they're eating because it's not any good. They try to cover it up with barbecue sauce and that's really not any good either. I had to come back home, grab some Joe's Kansas City Barbecue sauce and take it with me. And that makes a difference. Thank the Lord for Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. I wonder what he was doing there. I don't know. Maybe I should read the chapter before. I didn't. Verse 2, And great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell by upon stony places, where they had not much earth. Forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, because they had no root, they withered away. If they didn't have any root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, thorns sprung up and choked them, but other fell onto good ground into good ground and brought forth fruit. Somebody say some in hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. And man, I could preach from this verse right here. Amen. I we could talk about revival. Hallelujah. Hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirty. I mean, we can focus on the other three parts of ground, amen, that are choked out and thorn and and squeezed out and, and stolen away. Amen. But but in that last scripture right there, he, he fixes it all up and says that good ground produces a hundredfold and some sixtyfold and some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Amen. Let him hear. Amen. Why don't you lay your Bibles down and ask the Lord to anoint um, our ears and our hearts to receive and respond to his word as he would have it tonight. Let's all talk to the Lord this evening. Jesus, I believe, Lord, in your word. I believe, God, that you have something to say to me tonight. I pray you give me an ear to hear, what your spirit has to say, Lord, God, give me a mind to understand. God, a heart and attitude to receive and respond you tonight Lord speak to me Jesus Lord we need your grace Lord we need grace Lord for the hearers Lord give grace to the hearers of the word hallelujah plant deep God, to the soil of every heart and mind in this place Lord don't let the enemy God snatch away Lord, Jesus speak to us tonight Lord I pray in your name hallelujah let's praise the Lord here before we're seated Jesus I love you I love Hallelujah! You can be seated tonight, Amen. I don't think the projector's working because uh, the computer's messed up back there, so it's being updated, and uh, so we just have to use our Bibles tonight, or you can just take me at my word, Amen. Hallelujah! This parable at the end of the at the end of the parable, Jesus identifies his audience, and he says, "Who hath ears? Who who ears? Ears to hear. Let him hear. He identifies the individuals to whom he is speaking. Everybody put your hand on the side of your head. If you have one ear, Jesus was talking to you. So we all just confirm that we have ears. Amen? Nobody's missing any ears tonight. If you did, just try the other side, see if it's there. Amen. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Amen. He said, He said, I, I've got a message for somebody here tonight. He said, I, I want you to understand what I'm saying. Sister Becca, it's there. It's there. She's sitting over there rubbing the side of her head. Just one. I see it at least. Sometimes it requires, you know, some visual confirmation. but it is there, amen, amen, Jesus said that if you have an ear, I'm speaking to you, I'm talking to you, I want you to hear what I've got to say, amen, if you have an ear, I want you to listen up, I want you to hear, amen, what I have to say, amen, amen, he's talking to those, amen, that have an ear to hear, I'm going to turn to Romans chapter 10, I didn't have this in my notes, I do later on, but I'm going to put it right here too let him hear. And then in another passage Paul said that that you cannot hear uh, well let me read it again because I forgot, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? Amen if you can't even believe amen if you are not hearing the Word of the Lord, you can't even have faith. You can't even believe what God is telling you. Amen. If you're not listening, if you're not hearing the word of the Lord, and that's why Jesus said it's so important. Amen. For you to hear. Amen. If you have an ear to hear. Amen. That we're not just going through the motions. Amen. But whenever I come to church, my ear is tuned in. Amen. Because that's the foundation of my faith. Amen. That's what will build. Amen. What I believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's not Jared's idea. That's the Bible. Amen. He says, if you believe, how shall they believe unless they hear? Unless they hear. Amen. I'm going to identify something. Yes, when I was running the aisles earlier, I fell and I put a hole in my pants. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to flash anybody. Amen. I'll just stay behind this deal, I guess. <clears throat> anyway. Amen. But what's that? That, that, that did kind of hurt. It did. But a uh, righteous man falls down seven times. He keeps on getting up. And the Lord brought me all the way around. Set my feet on solid ground. Hallelujah. Amen. The denominational world preaches a message and teaches us. All it takes is believing in order for you to be saved. I mean, I can agree with them. Well, Almost. I mean, they say all it takes is to believe in him. All it takes to be saved is just to confess your faith, just to confess that you believe in Jesus. And I believe that you have to confess, you do have to believe in what Jesus uh, Jesus is and what Jesus claimed to What he said, not just in verse 16, but also what he said in verse 1 through 8. Amen, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. I believe, Jesus, that you are who you say you are. Amen, if that was, if believing was enough, if all it took was just a confession of faith, amen, then Nicodemus is already saved. He said, Rabbi, I believe that thou art a teacher. Come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus said, all right, you believe. Somebody's been talking to Nicodemus. Somebody's been telling Nicodemus who Jesus is. And then how can he believe unless he hears? Amen, he, somebody's been talking in the ear of Nicodemus and now he believes, amen, he believes. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, he didn't say, "Is that's enough. All right, you just, you're saved. You're good. Appreciate you acknowledging the fact that I'm such a great teacher. Appreciate that. No, he said, except a man is born again. Nicodemus, that means you. You're not going to heaven. You're not going to even see the kingdom of God, except you are born again. Pastor says it this way. The rule is that you can't see the kingdom of God. That's the rule. It's a law of life. You cannot get around it. Except if you are born again. And so Nicodemus Saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Valid question. Jesus answered and said, and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. He said, Nicodemus, you need the spirit of God. You need to be born all over again. You need to become a, a different person altogether. Hallelujah. Do we believe that here tonight? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I believe it. Amen. Except a man is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, it takes you, it takes a rebirth. It takes a brand new experience. It takes a, it takes a it takes you to, to just submit yourself to the will of God, become a baby all over again. You must be born again. Marvel not that saying to thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. Canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So Jesus, amen, later on said, amen, if you believe, you won't perish, but I have everlasting life. But before that, had already established the fact that if you're going to see the kingdom of God, You've got to be born again, Amen, Hallelujah, Amen, Amen. And, and I will also go back to to uh, John three sixteen. Notice what he said: For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish. It says it should not. It didn't say he wouldn't. it wouldn't. Didn't say he shall not. It said he should not. Listen to what. Jesus says in chapter 7 of John, verse 38, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. If you believe on Jesus, as the scripture says, he he described that experience as being rivers of living water flowing from your belly. In verse 9, he goes on in, in a parenthetical statement, says, But this spake he of the Spirit. What is he talking about, the Spirit? The Spirit is that belly flowing with rivers of living water. said, But this spake he of this eternal death. Uh, I need a Spirit of life, amen, to give me the eternal life that I'm seeking. Amen. But this spake he of the Spirit, amen, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Amen. He said, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you want to to live an eternal life, an everlasting life, you need the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And notice what Peter says. Acts chapter 2. Verse 37, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, said unto Peter, to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter preached a much better message than I'm preaching right now. And the people were convicted. And they responded and said, what do we do? How do I fix my problem? How do I fix this situation that I'm standing in right now? I made a mess of things, Peter. I need to fix it. What do I do? And Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall. Amen. Ye shall. I mean, this is different from the should. There's, there's no question, amen, about what Peter is talking about. He said, you shall. I mean, this is a thing that you've been looking for, Nicodemus. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, amen, if you believe on me, you should, amen, you should not perish. You shouldn't do, amen, if you believe in what I'm telling you, amen, you do everything that I ask you to do, you shouldn't perish, amen. And then later on, amen, at the well, he told, he told them. he said, he said that if you believe, as the scripture says, amen, you should receive the spirit. And now Peter, amen, is saying, I'm not going to make it, I'm going to make it as crystal clear as possible. You want to know how to receive the spirit? It's more than just believing, Brother Brandon. Amen, I it's more than just a confession of faith. He said you got to start in an altar of repentance. There's no doubt about it, friend. There's no should, maybe, maybe it's some gray in there. No, 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 this is as clear I mean, as Peter can make it. They said, what do we do? And Peter said, I've got the answer for you. All you got to do is repent I and mean, tell God unto salvation. Amen, I repentance is the very first step of this journey to salvation. Amen, friend. Amen. If you're just wondering what you got to do, all you got to do, amen, is just come down. Amen. You don't have to make a confession of faith, amen, to to any one of us. You just got to confess to God, hey, God, I'm sorry. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to change who I am right here and right now. God, I'm turning around. Repent. Repent. Amen, I if you haven't been, you ought to be baptized, Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, for the remission of sins, amen, the sins that you just uh, got through saying you're sorry for, amen, I the things that you just try to get rid of, Jesus said, I've got a solution, amen, I I'm going to wash it all away. You've been trying to get away from this all your life. You've been trying to get away from this all your life, amen, I and I'm going to do it in one fell swoop. When you come out of that water, amen, it's all clean, amen, it's all gone, amen, what a miracle, what a God that we serve, amen, with that just, amen, the washing of the blood of Jesus, amen, all of our sins are done away, oh, I'm grateful for that. Amen. If you have the Holy Ghost, you ought to be grateful for that. Amen. We've got a reason. Amen. To wake up in the morning. Amen. I've got a better life to live tomorrow. Amen. Jesus, the psalmist said, "His mercies are new every morning." Hallelujah! Hallelujah! What a merciful God that we serve. He said, "Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus." And there's no, there's no question about it. You shall. Receive the spirit that I'm talking about. There's no question. I mean, we had some folks praying through in Colorado Springs, and I was down there working with one of them. It's a young kid. His name's Corey. been seeking the Holy Ghost about a year or so. I mean, ever since I've been out there, maybe even longer, I don't know. First time I remember seeing him come out was while I was out there, so I don't know if he'd tried before. The smart kid, he reads books, puts me to shame. He's just, just cold. Go to the corner. He made this joke up on his own. Why did the girl that was cold go to the corner? Anybody got an idea? Because it's ninety degrees in the corner. Smart kid. He's a funny little kid too. Andreana and I will be just sitting on the pews and talking, and man. Anyway, he comes and takes away my talk time, and uh, I admittedly get a little frustrated. I tell Corey go find his mom. But we were praying with him. I do love him because I was praying with him, you know, trying to get him to pray through to get to the Holy Ghost. And uh, anyway, he was, he was praying for the Holy Ghost. And Bishop came down to me and he said, he said, when he starts speaking in tongues, you start worshiping. You start glorifying God. He said, because that's the evidence. Who are we to judge? Who are we to question whether or not they have the Holy Ghost? Amen. I mean, who am I? Amen, I to walk down and say, well, that's not the real thing. That's not, that's not it. I don't feel the right goose number of goosebumps. I don't doesn't feel right to me. Okay. Super spiritual dude. Amen. I but Bishop, man who's been in this thing for a long time, and uh he just said, you just start worshiping. You just let him know because that's the evidence. Amen. I because it's crystal clear. There is no question about it. When you receive the Holy Ghost, Amen. We read earlier in John chapter 3, verse 7 or 8. I don't remember which one. It said, The wind bloweth where it listeth. Now here's the sound thereof. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Amen. There's a sound associated with those that are born of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Amen. And Jesus, did you have a dream or a vision? I've been really... I've had this toe ache for a week at least. I wish he'd give me a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, tongues of interpretation, maybe the gift of prophecy. Next week, your toe ache will be gone. Amen. I'm not trying to be sacrilegious here. I, I do, but I'm. I, I'm just trying to paint a little picture. Sometimes the situations really aren't that important. And there are people dying and going to hell. All around you. People that are lost, friend. Have no other form, semblance of hope. You're all they got. You are, friend, you are all they have. How shall they believe unless they hear? God's already done what he's going to do. I mean, he's given them the ears to hear. I mean, we already checked that we've got them, I and mean, that's how we got here. I Man, they've got ears too, and he was talking to them too. I mean, we better start talking. Josh, you are a talker, bro. Let's talk to somebody else about what Jesus can do. I mean, let's talk to him about what he's done for you, man. He's brought you a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. What a friend we have in Jesus. Nobody like Jesus. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother can. And I can tell somebody, Jerome. You can tell somebody about the night that you prayed through. Amen. an all-night prayer meeting, you, me, Jaheim, and Pastor, we came to this church. And about 2 o'clock in the morning, Jerome started speaking in other tongues. You can tell somebody about that. You can let them know, amen, that he changed my life. I've been going to church ever since. I've got a reason to live. I've got hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah how shall they believe in him? Jesus said, believe in me and you should not perish. How shall they believe in him? Unless they hear. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And then he says, if you're not comfortable with it, teaching them a Bible study or inviting them to, or just talking to them about truth and doctrine. I've got a backup solution. How shall they hear without a preacher? You just bring them to church and God will deal with them. God will help them. God will show them what to change and where to go. Amen. God will help them. Amen. How shall they hear? Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we're going to title it How Shall They Hear? That's not what uh, I titled it originally, but it's okay. How shall they hear? Amen. But beyond us getting them into the front doors and sitting on a pew, there's something, there's a responsibility that we have as a church of the living God. Let's go look at our text here tonight. A little bit later on in the chapter, the, the disciples asked him, can you explain what you're talking about? So we're... Sowing seed, hard ground, thorny ground, rocky ground. So Jesus is like, all right. Verse 19, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom. They've been in, they they believe. I mean, they're hearing the word of the kingdom. They made it to church. They've heard a few Bible studies. Amen. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom. And understandeth it not. There's where the hard ground is, Jesus said. That's the hard ground. It says, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth him away. Catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed. But that's really just getting started. Because he said, those new converts that are sitting in church and they hear the word of the Lord but they don't understand it. Those are the ones that are on the wayside and the enemy comes by and snatches away their promise. The enemy comes around and snatches away the word of truth, amen, that was planted in their heart. That's why it is so important, amen, for somebody to take them under the wing and say, hey, we can go get some coffee. I'll teach you a Bible. Here's a new friend. Here's somebody, amen, that I and I want to work on. I want to help them understand it. Because if they don't understand it, there is a possibility, friend, that the enemy is going to come on by and he's going to snatch that word. Amen. That God has spoken to him. It doesn't make the word of God any less impactful. Amen. But but the fact of the matter is, amen, that, that there could be just some, some block in their mind, some misunderstanding. So, there's a responsibility on our part for those that are hearing the word. I mean, first of all, it's our responsibility to help them hear, help them believe it. Amen. I but once they hear it and the seed of the word is being planted in their life and in their soil, I mean, it's up to us to go by and with a little plowshare and kind of break up that fallow ground and help them receive it, help them understand it. I'm not talking about being a pastor. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about just helping them receive the word. What, what did he mean by 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 speaking in other tongues? What's another tongue? I only got one tongue. Man, I need to stop. But something as simple as that can cause someone to be lost. Even after they're here, and even after they, this is getting bad. Amen, but he can catch it away, he can take it away. And the enemy could take it away. Friend, we not only do we have a responsibility to help them understand it, but we have a responsibility to, to truly understand it ourselves. To not just take them, take the man of God Amen. And dissect what he's saying and break it all apart and, and say, well, he said this. And totally miscontribute what he's saying. If you have a question, I guarantee your Pastor can help you understand it. All you got to do is go ask him. He's not above talking to you and helping you understand, amen, what he's talking about, what he's teaching. Amen. Amen. He's had to do a lot of that with me. I'm a dummy. Amen. So, the words catching away, that phrase, amen, in the scripture that we just read, amen, the ones that don't understand it, the, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. That phrase catch a, ch- catching away or catcheth away means to snatch out or away. Amen, if we allow those misunderstood seeds, amen, just to lay around on hard ground amen we're allowing a vulnerability I mean, to exist we're allowing amen that that just misunder I mean there there's so many how many times I may mean, have have you been just talking to somebody and they go away and, and they tell somebody else what you said And you're like that is not what I said well you you thought you had communicated clearly you thought you you had told them exactly what you meant and um Believe it or not that can, that can happen. I mean so it's important for us to make sure I mean that they understand it. I mean we're only getting started because verse 20 he keeps on going Jesus does verse 20 of Matthew chapter 13, he, he that received the seed into stony places the same as he that heareth the word and with and on and, and on with joy receiveth it. I mean he's on fire. Dude is running the aisles, exuberant about what the Lord has promised him. revived in there. But this little guy's got a lot of joy in his heart. Amen. Uh, Psalmist said that, that in his prayer in Psalm 51, in repentance, he said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. There's something about it. Whenever you receive the gifts of the Holy Ghost, you're just Joyful. I mean, you just, you believe God. You believe that God can do what he said he's going to do. I mean, so, and on with joy, he receives what he hears. I mean, he hears it, he believes it, he understands it. And so he receives it. And he's all excited about what God's going to do in his life, where God is going to take him, what God has promised him. Well, let's continue reading. He says, Yet hath he not. Root in himself, but dureth for a while. He's going good for a little while, man. Didn't we have church Sunday night? We're going to have revival, amen. And by Monday morning, man, whew, you wake up on Monday morning and just kind of, whoo, that was good church last night. I can go to work, and even though it is Monday, we can do we can do this. Tuesday morning, doing all right. Wednesday morning, things start slowing down. Dureth for a little while. It dureth for a while. Amen. For when tribulation. Oh, man, I forgot. Car note is due on Friday. Yeah. Rent is due on Saturday. Is rent due on Saturday? No, it's usually in the weeks. Anyway, Whatever. But you understand what I'm saying? There's things that in life they just kind of hey, I'm still here, <laughs> still owe a bunch of money, and you can dur with it for a little while. You're living on that Holy Ghost high for the first couple of days of the week, Amen. But after a while, that tribulation, at some point started out so well. He had so much joy, was excited about the kingdom of God. Amen. But somehow, somewhere along the line, somebody said the wrong thing to him. Somebody, somebody reminded him of where he came from. Somebody, something happened, and by and by, he was offended. Now, don't be offended. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, this, Jesus is talking. I'm just reading the parable. He actually also said, if you back up a little bit, about four words, it says, because of the word, by and by, he is offended. Because of what he heard. Well, what happened? At first, he, it was a great promise. At first, it was something to be joyful about. At first, I liked what I was hearing. I believed it. I received it. now because of the word. You hear what pastor said? He's offended. And so that just as well as hearing, if you never hear the word you can't be saved. Believing, if you never believe what you hear, you can't be saved. Understanding, if you never understand what you hear and believe, you can't be saved. This joy has to stick around. You have to you have to be wholeheartedly invested in what you're hearing. It doesn't stop with just making it to church, sitting on a pew. Man, but you if in order to be saved in order to be saved, you got to keep from getting offended. Amen preacher, I want you to preach to me, whatever you got to say. I'm an open book. Wherever you see in my life, I, and I'm not, I'm not talk, I'm talking about the man of God. I'm talking about pastor. I'm talking about, I'm talking about yielding to the word of the Lord. When pastor brings in, amen, unless you've been in, in the shoes of a man of God, it's difficult to find words to try to, to communicate what you feel like God has put on your heart without being offensive. It's diff, I mean, the, the responsibility of a preacher is, as it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 10, preacher sought to find out acceptable words. And that which was written was upright, even words of truth. The preacher's responsibility is to look and see if he can find the right way to express the word of God without being offensive. And it's your job to receive, believe, understand, and receive it without being offended. That's important. That's an important part of this. Jesus said, he that hath an ear, let him hear. But it doesn't stop with that. That's just the beginning point. Amen. I'm almost done. Amen, but Jesus said there's a third group. Amen. He also, verse 22, that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. and He becometh unfruitful. That word choke means uh, in the literal translation of that word should be drown. It drowns out. Drowns out what's being said. There's other things going on in life I'm more focused on, more more of a priority. And we just have to be careful. We just have to make sure that that we're not drowning out the word of God in our life. And that was Herod's problem. I mean, when He was the king, amen, and and set up in Jerusalem. And man, what a mighty man. Riches, palace, everything you could ever want. Kind of a ding dong, too, but he was, he had a lot of cool stuff. A lot of people wanted to be like Herod. And uh, Jesus was brought before Herod. And Herod had asked him, Several questions. Are you not going to defend yourself? He never spoke a word to him. Why? Pastors suggested they meant that it was, he had to drown out what the preacher had to say. He had to drown that out because there's other things more important in life. And that could that's just as devastating. It's just as you can be lost in the same way that those that don't, here. you can be lost the same as those that don't believe. The psalmist writing about the word of the Lord said it this way Psalms chapter 19, verse 10 says, More to be desired are they than gold. That's the way we got to feel about it. It's, it's, this means, this living for God thing means way more to me. Than a mansion sitting on a hill. This thing means way more to me than fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Even the finest dining that you can imagine. That's, that's, that's what the word of God means to me, Brother Hilton. That, that is a way I feel. You can't buy salvation. You could sell everything you own. You can sell your house, your cars, your boats, your jet skis. your I'm just listening to everything that I want. Four-wheelers, dirt bikes. Got to keep on going. But uh, you sell all that and still be lost. You can have all the money in the world and still be lost. Jeff Bezos, one of the most... Influential men in the world. And uh, he's going to be lost unless he finds, unless he hears, unless he believes, unless he receives, unless he has joy about it, unless he's he's not offended, unless he doesn't choke it out. Amen. With the things of life, Mr. Trebek, things that cause these folks to, to be distracted and not really hear what I'm trying to tell him. Friend, God is invested in you. God is interested in saving you. This isn't, just, this isn't a game with him. This isn't, this isn't just, he's not up there just playing pinball with souls and hearts. And, no, he's, he's interested in saving you. And he he goes down the list and he says, these are all people that I wish I could do something about it. But I tried. I came to earth, wrapped myself in flesh, and I I told them how to be saved. And told them that if they believe on me, if they hear what I've said, if they they receive it, that I'll save them. But they're not going to be saved because of these various reasons. He said, but he that received seed, he received it. Into the good ground is he that heareth the word. Number one, he heard the word. He that hath an ear, let him hear. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Amen. I he that hears the word, I mean, he's on the right track. He received it, meaning that he also believed it. Amen. he believed and he received the seed into good ground. He that heareth the word. He understandeth it. And he also bears fruit. And bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Disciples say, Jesus, are you saying that? Three fourths a friend. Hallelujah. i'm talking about a real revival i'm talking about souls i mean, that that when they learn how to receive the word just right and they love it and they they are receiving it with joy and, and they don't ever get offended and, and that they're not worried about what their neighbors saying about them they're not worried about the troubles and persecutions amen I of life and and, and they're, they're thankful for the house that they live in and they they drive a nice car amen I but that's not all they're focused on Amen. I that's the kind of person that will produce revival some a hundredfold some of them will go out sister Andrea and find a hundred others just like themselves my Lord if we had one of us just find a hundred others we'd fill this place up some would find 60 dad some would find 30 brother Nelson I'm talking about revival I don't know about you, but that makes me want to listen amen, to the word of God a little closer. And that makes me want to hear it. That makes me want to believe it. Put stock in what the man of God has to say. Put stock in amen, and what you're hearing over this pulpit. That's where revival comes. Don't be don't be offended. Amen. He didn't mean amen, to, to be offensive. Amen in, in, in most cases. Amen. I, 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 I'll let him clarify. Okay? But generally, the responsibility of a preacher is to preach with acceptable words. Words of wisdom. Words of truth. That's our job. Not just to say anything that comes to mind. I, mean, I should be reproved tonight because I've done a little bit of that. Remember Acceptable words. Words. Amen, I that'll help somebody. That'll keep them from being offended. That'll keep them. Amen. I and then your job, friend, is just... Just don't get offended. Amen. Understand. Put some, put some heart into it. Understand where he's coming from and where, where he's going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can all stand here tonight. I mean, I know I'm re-preaching. Amen. What I'm saying. Amen. But this is how we're going to bear fruit. This is how we're going to be productive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's more than just preacher, preach to me. But preacher, would you preach to me so I can, so I can help somebody? Get that much closer to where I ought to be. I can I have more confidence in helping Brother Andrew. Or maybe he can go help Brother Jaheem. And then he could go help Brother Nelson. Brother Nelson can and then, oh wait, you know what? We've already helped everybody in here. We got to go outside. And we start finding folks on the streets, and, and we start helping, amen. And she gets the Holy Ghost. the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. That's what's going to make you go to heaven. Friend, we all need the Holy Ghost. That's what's going to make us go to heaven. We all just need a good old baptism of joy unspeakable full of glory. Hallelujah. Let's all come to the front here tonight. I'm talking about revival, something that we've been praying for for so long. Amen, I don't want us to lean down and pray. I want us to just talk to the Lord. God, fill me with joy. God, I don't want to be offended. God, I want you to help me to find a place where I ought to be in the kingdom of God. I want to receive, amen, your word, amen, with joy. Hear. Let him hear. Come on, it's time to listen. It's time to hear. Amen. What thus saith the word of the Lord. Preacher, I want you to preach to me so I can help somebody. Preacher, I want you to show me amen, where I've got to change amen, so I can go teach another Bible study. Amen. I'm not going to be offended. I want you to help me help somebody. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm listening. I'm hearing. Oh
0: God, I believe. Lord, I receive it. God, I want to understand it. Lord, give me
1: revelation. How shall they hear without a preacher? Speak the word, Lord. How shall they believe? Amen. Unless they hear.
0: oh speak to me Jesus oh come on can we talk to him time.